Welcome to part two of this out of line discussion with Elsie Larson. Okay, so before we go, um, I just want to ask you a few questions specifically about yeah. social media because I know you're you're a social media queen. Um, so how did you get started in social media and what was your kind of entry point into all of the various channels? So my entry point has always been just for fun. I feel like in everything, um, I started our blog 10 years ago, definitely just for fun. I never expected it could make a dollar or become a career in any way. Um, it was just a journal about my life and honestly, just really silly and unprofessional. Um, <laughs> so the same thing, like I had like, you know, from my space and beyond, like every social media, I think that my friends were doing, I was doing and Instagram's definitely been one of the big ones for me. And I started it like a lot of people just cause I was, I thought it was like a filter app. I didn't understand it was going to become a social media app. Mm. Um, when it first came out and it had, but it's been, it's been amazing. Like, um, just I feel like I've made so many lifelong friends from it. And so when people talk about how like it's all fake, I do agree that a lot of it is fake and annoying, but the parts of it that are real make it so worth it. Mm, yes. I so agree with that. I so, so agree with that. Um, even meeting you, I mean, you're one of my dear friends and I've even loved how we've gotten to collaborate a little bit and play and work stuff. And I wouldn't know you if it wasn't for, Instagram. So yeah, it's really, it's, it is true. It's really special. And I know people have like gotten married and they met online, so it's not all bad. You know, you know, <laughs> at Instagram meetups and you meet and you fall in love. It happens. That happens. Um, so, okay. So, um, what boundaries do you set, if any, for unplugging from virtual world and and kind of to, in order to connect with the real world do you have any sort of like hours you don't go online or any rooms of your your house is amazing and beautiful and huge do you have any like uh social media free rooms in your house or anything dramatic like that in terms of boundaries um well i i think that's a great idea i i definitely would like to have more boundaries in my life um, I don't feel as much pressure that I have to be posting all the time, but I do still feel like I'm like always just looking at it by default, you know, which I think is a lot of people's like, I wish I could just stop like touching my phone so much. Mm. So I definitely fall in that category and I don't have the, the magic secret of how to make it stop. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. So do you have any sort of boundary or, or rule for yourself that, or is it like you'll be on the phone and at any hour of the day, depending on where you are and you just kind of roll with it. Yeah. I mean, I, I've gone through phases where I tried, like I tried recently, like a whole day where it was like logged out of my Instagram and it was weird and it was hard for me, but I did also feel like I got a lot more done. Um, so I think having something like that would be great. I just kind of figure out I mean because yeah besides sleeping I sleep with my um airplane mode on and that's the only thing I could think of that when it's ever like turned off mm. um so yeah it's probably too much 
much. <laughs> well, you're the only one. You you can say that about you. I'm not. I'm not going to say it's too much. I'm just curious. Um, how much of your life is um, shared online versus offline, and how do you feel about the the ratio? Are you happy with it, or do you want it to be diff? Okay, so I do feel like most of my life is offline, and the, the past few years I've noticed that people aren't as much posting their life on Instagram as they're just posting like highlights or like really uh, styled, really professional images, right? Mm. And then sometimes you post like a random picture and, you know, you feel insecure about it. So I guess for me, I would like to share more of my, my real life and less of my curated life if I had to challenge myself in some way, that's, that's where I would want to go. Hmm. Okay. I love that you said that because I think that you're right. I think old me, even in terms of speaking for myself, um, a few years ago would be like, today I did this or today I'm doing this, or like, here's a behind the scenes Mm -hmm. photo of a, of a shoot that I'm on. Whereas now Mm -hmm. I feel like the algorithm gives me almost like anxiety of like, I'm not going to post something unless it looks good. Cause it's not gonna, it's not going to get the engagement that's going to make it show up in people's feeds. So I'll just wait yeah. until, you know, I'll just wait until I have the, the finished product to post. Um, and I do a lot of stories, Instagram stories. I'll, I'll post a lot about that. But in terms of my actual feed of photos, I used to post like twice a day and now I post like mm-hmm. twice a week just because it's just, it's the like the whole vibe has changed, I think, for me anyway. I'll speak for myself. <laughs> no, I, I agree with that and it's it's um I don't think it's for me it's not as creative as it used to be. And so I'm trying to kinda like take that back in my own way, but it is hard to like not care or, you know, not notice, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think the algorithm is good for everything, like Cause yeah, it, it helps, you know, what works, but it doesn't really help Instagram to be like a more friendly, genuine place, you know? Absolutely. So, I mean, stories has helped a lot though. And I think a lot of us are like kind of living on that now. That's true. That's true. I post stories every single day and yet my actual posts in my feed are, like I said, like twice a week max really, which is so weird. I never thought I would say that. It's so weird, but I guess I'm just mm-hmm. riding it. We'll see what happens next. I'm riding the waves. It's such a new and weird yep. um, platform that it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's changing. It feels like it's changing all the time. And I want to stay um, adaptable and kind of roll with what's happening um, because, you know, yeah. Instagram could be over tomorrow and it'll be something new. And I don't want to be mm-hmm. I don't want to be like, no, this is how it's always been <laughs> when it's something that's like right. six years old. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love it. So I know that you work with your sister, which is amazing. And you have um, a family that you love very much, which is apparent in all that you do. But how does social media impact your relationship with your family? I think it's been important because we moved away from our family um, two years ago and it's been hard. It's, I mean, definitely we did it for Jeremy's career and it had to be done. But at the same time, there are moments, you know, when it really hurts. But my little nieces and nephews are starting to have their own Instagrams now. Like, it's insane. They're like, they're not even in junior high yet, but they have, you know, 
their own account. Wow. And it actually is very comforting. And I know that, like, you know, my my mother-in-law watches all my stories every day. And so at least, like, even if we didn't get to talk on the phone, then we, you know, we're connected in some way. And I'm, I'm happy that it's there. Yeah, I really relate to that because Jaden's family is in Australia. And, you know, I only have two siblings in L.A. The rest of them are in New York City and Chicago and Iowa. And my mom and dad are in Milwaukee. So everybody's all over the place. And it is funny because, like you said, I know they watch my stories. And sometimes I'll get a text you know, for my mom, that'll say like, um, it'll refer to a story that I posted three days ago um, and say, oh, I loved seeing when you did this. And I'm like, how did she know? And then and then I remember that, you know, I share it with the world. So um, it's something that as much as as much as there are so many downsides to being online all the time and social media being, you know, not necessarily genuine with connection with everyone. There is a part of me that also knows it does keep me in closer connection with my family. That's all over the world. Um, and that is definitely, yeah, that's actually real. That's real. So Mm -hmm. I love that. That's cool. And also it is so weird to have nieces online. I remember the day my niece was born. Um, I was in college when my niece was born and now she's on Snapchat and I'm like, are you kidding me? This is absurd. Can't handle it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's crazy. Time time goes real fast, real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So as you know, I've, I've mentioned this to you before, and I'm so excited that I'm working with Cat Footwear for my very first year of podcasting. I feel really stoked that they're believing in me before I've even released a podcast. But one of the things that we both really value is being bold in creativity. And so I've followed you for years now and watched you. You continue to reinvent yourself and you're always creating something totally new and different almost every single year, whether it's a book or an app or, you know, like every time I turn around, you're doing something totally new. And now you have We Fresh with sunglasses and shirts and bags. It's amazing. It's you just like, I can't, I can't keep up with you, but Where do you, where do you get your ideas? How do you kind of like set up a space to stop outputting for enough time to get new ideas and allow kind of the creative input so that you can get ready for whatever's next? Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Well, I am one of those people that believes that like you don't run out of ideas. If you just keep using them, there will always be more. And I don't worry. I, I never like take the time to just think of ideas like they just happen right so a lot of bloggers who started in the days when I did you know like 10 years ago have quit by now Mm. and moved on to other things and I think that one of the reasons is when you feel kind of trapped by what you used to do and you want to change you no longer want to be you know exactly that person anymore you want to be a different version of yourself and so I think that one of the keys that Emma and I have learned through Beautiful Mess um, is reinventing ourselves and allowing ourselves to try things to fail you know we have some stuff coming out this fall like a line of um, non-toxic lip products a line of essential oils a cookbook and a new design app um, all like super different, yeah, random things. They're, you know, 
but like it's like all things that we love that we think are important um that there's a place for the mark there's a place in the marketplace you know a need for them and so we kind of just like followed some passions so that's kind of how we approach it you know and we're not afraid to fail um we've had some real bombs in the past you know and we just hold on to the ones that work and then move on from the ones that don't work and i think that that's if I had to sum it up, probably like the main reason why we've been able to keep it going for so long. Mm, snaps for that girl. You guys, you, you, you inspire me so much. And I'm always, um, I, I love that what you said too, because being afraid to fail will stop anyone from even trying. And yet think of mm-hmm. how many things that you've nailed. And I mean, every time I teach like a social media class, I always make a big slide all about a color story because even just that oh has God. totally changed the, you know, it's totally changed the face of Instagram completely. Um, and it's Thank something you. that, yeah, I'm just so proud of you. Every time you make something new, I'm like, how does she do that? It's amazing. It's so cool. So I love that. I love that. Don't be afraid to fail um, and keep reinventing. So good. So, so good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So changing gears to a little bit of a different question. Last two questions. What's something that you believe that you have in common with every, every single human on the planet? Hmm. Um, I, I thought this one was hard. I, I felt like I was thinking about it and I loved, I love the eclipse this week. Hmm. Um, like I love outer space and nature and traveling. I, I think that's probably the truest thing I could say that we all kind of are interested in. Mm. Yeah. And I think it is, it's a hard one. And I, I threw it in there because I really, I really think that my whole hope for the future and for even the present is that we will spend more time and energy noticing similarities um, and that, you know, there'll be things where That's it's good. like, oh, wow, yeah. look at what we have in common. Um, cause it is so easy to be like, you're different to me f- because of these 35 reasons. But like, what if, mm-hmm. what if we were like, okay, but this one reason we, we have a similarity. Um, and so I, I, I've been like collecting those answers for myself because I love hearing what other people say. And so far, no one has said the same thing, which is also so oh, rad. Wow. Yeah. It's so rad. Like every time I ask that question, um, the answers are totally different, which makes me even more excited because that just makes me feel like there are so many things that we all have in common and it's so hard to think of them sometimes. So I love that one. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Thank you. Thanks for that. Um, Aww, thank you. Yeah. Okay. So last question. And, uh, you know, it's an important one for hustlers like you. What's your favorite self-care activity? How do you wind down? Um, okay. So what I, I need alone time and it's easy for me because I work from home. So it's not a, um, normally it's not a big problem, but sometimes like if I'm traveling in a group or if I've had like a week of meetings or, you know, things like that, a lot of guests in a row, I can kind of like lose my mind a little bit. (laughs) So I think just like setting aside, you know, an afternoon, even just to like go somewhere by myself is that's all I need to get recharged every single time. Mm. Um, yeah. So essential mental health. (laughs) I love that. I love that. And, and knowing yourself well enough to know that you need it, not apologize Mm -hmm. for it. That's awesome. 
Go you. Well, thank you so much for being here today and being willing to to dive into real life vulnerable thank stuff. Thank you, Caroline. Yeah, I, you're such an inspiration. I'm very excited to listen to this podcast. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, thanks. So Not much. my episode. All the other episodes. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. so weird <laughs> listening to yourself on a podcast. I've done it before, mm-hmm. and I've been like, oh my gosh, I, that is that is not something I want to listen to ever again. But I, <laughs> I'm so excited that you're on and that you're one of the very first guests. It's really an honor that you that you said yes. And um, I hope I will see you again very soon, my love. Thank you, you too. All right, bye. Have a good day, bye. Bye. You've been listening to Out of Line with Caroline Lee. Tweet me at Team Woodnote or tag me in your posts on Instagram using Out of Line Podcast. And let me know what you thought of today's discussion and who you'd like to hear as a guest on Out of Line next. This episode of Out of Line was produced by me, Caroline. All sound editing, engineering, and original music composition by Jaden Lee. And a big thank you to Cat Footwear for working with Out of Line this season. Hit subscribe to get the next episode on your mobile device when it drops next week. And if you love what you heard, please whip out a review, will ya?